in the square, she raises her voice. At the busiest corner, she cries out. At the entrance of the city gates, she speaks. How long, O simple one, will you love being simple? How long will scoffers delight in their scoffing and fools take knowledge? In need of my reproof, I will pour out my thoughts to you. I will make my words known to you, because I have called and you have refused, have stretched out my hand and no one heeded, and because you have ignored all my counsel and would have none of my reproof, I also will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when panic strikes you, when panic strikes you like a storm, and your calamity comes like a whirlwind. When distress and anguish come upon you, then they will call upon me, but I will not answer. They will seek me diligently, but will not find me, because they hated knowledge and they did not choose the fear of the Lord, would have none of my counsel, and despise all of my reproof. Therefore they shall eat the fruit of their way and be sated with their own devices. For waywardness kills the simple, and the complacency of fools destroys them. But those who listen to me will be secure, and will live at ease, without dread of disaster. Hear what the Spirit says to the to the church.
Not many of you should become teachers, my brothers and sisters. For you know that we who teach will be judged with greater strictness. For all of us make many mistakes. Anyone who makes no mistakes in speaking is perfect, able to keep the whole body in check with a bridle. If we put bits into the mouths of horses to make them obey us, we guide their whole bodies. Or look at ships. Though they are so large that it takes strong winds to drive them, yet they are guided by a very small weather wherever the will of the pilot directs. So also the tongue is a small member, yet it boasts of great exploits. How great a forest is set ablaze by a small fire. And the tongue is a fire. The tongue is placed among our members as a world of iniquity. It stains the whole body, sets on fire the cycle of nature, and is itself set on fire by hell. For every species of birds, for beast and bird, of reptile and sea creature, can be tamed and has been tamed by the human species. But no one can tame the tongue, a restless evil, full of deadly poison. With it we bless the Lord and Father, and with it we curse those who are made in the likeness of God. From the same mouth come blessing and cursing. My brothers and sisters, this ought not to be so. Does a spring pour forth from the same opening both fresh and brackish water? Can a fig tree, my brothers and sisters, yield olives, or a grapevine figs? No more can salt water yield fresh. Here with the Spirit is saying to the church.
are the Messiah. And he sternly ordered them not to tell anyone about him. Then he began to teach them that the Son of Man must undergo great suffering and be rejected by the elders, the priests, and the scribes, and be killed, and after three days rise again. He said all this quite openly. And Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. But turning and looking at his disciples, Oh. 
Disciples are told that if they want to continue to follow Jesus, they are going to have to let go of who they thought they were, what they thought they knew, and how they previously perceived their reality. They are told to deny themselves, take up their cross, and follow Jesus. And if they are ashamed of this newly spoken reality of the Messiah being humbled on earth instead of exalted on earth, then they can take a hike. So that's today's offer. The first name of Jesus as Messiah, his request to keep it all in secret, the first tradition of the crucifixion, and some really harsh stuff about denying oneself in order to follow Christ. Story number two. As a teenager, one of my favorite books was a picture book called Books of Flowers. In it, a caterpillar named Christ goes on a great journey to figure out his role in the world. He ends up finding a pillar of caterpillars, all climbing each other. And so he climbs with them and discovers that everyone is just looking out for themselves and trying to get to the top by stepping on everyone else. And none of them know it's the top. He doesn't know it's the top. But of the royal warrior who was coming to save 
have this conversation geographically in the borderlands, just beyond all that was familiar to his disciples. Back to Stripe. Stripe the caterpillar had to learn to get beyond the familiar as well. He faced the same tensions as the disciples. Stripe could never have gotten off that miserable squirming pillar had he not seen a glimpse of possibility in the butterfly and decided to follow something outside himself, rather than following his own selfish desire to be higher than the other caterpillars. He had to give up control, give up knowing, give up security. He had to die to his sacred way of being and open himself to when he did, he spread his wings and he soared high above the caterpillar's pillars. That pillar's plural. You see, from a new perspective in the sky, you could see that there were hundreds of caterpillars, just like his own, and nobody would get it anywhere on any of them. So those are two stories, the gospel and strength. Two stories about getting beyond our our knowing, our perceived limit to something that might be very scary. But something that promises to be better, grounded in the limitless mystery of God's love. There is a third story, there are many of them. There are your stories, my stories, Jesus' stories in the here and the now. A third story takes place every time we lend a helping hand, every time we decide to get curious instead of getting grumpy at the many inconveniences in our relationship. A third story happens when we get outside ourselves and our own way of seeing things, and we end up experiencing God. Some of you may remember that two weeks ago I preached about going inside ourselves to be with God as men. And today I'm preaching about getting outside ourselves. When we talk about going within, we have to remember that there is a significant difference between being centered with God inside ourselves and being self-centered. They may look dangerously similar at times, but only one of them goes hand in hand with getting outside. Now, both our inner journey and our journey outside ourselves are required in order for us to live fully in who we are created to be, representatives of God's love on earth. We are not strong enough to voyage outside ourselves if we are not fueled by God's love within the core of our very being. And we have no idea what to look for within ourselves if we have not fought Figure out how to get off the caterpillar pillar. 
Christ Church, South Hamilton, Church of the Holy Nativity, South Raymond, Youth Ministries, the Diocese Intern Program, Life Together, the Peace and Unity of the Church of God. Diana Oster, whose funeral was yesterday. We pray also for those who died. 
or somehow missed it in some other way, I have copies of the email, including my email address, that you can let me know. Please add me to your list. Okay, so I can check with you there after church. Come see me. Good morning, I'm Jennifer Newbold, and I just want to let you know that we crop off, we will crop off in October 14. There are details in your bulletin, but if you know you want to walk, see me, I can get you all set up. Thanks a lot.
share our human nature, to live and die as one of us, to reconcile us to you, the God and Father of all. He stretched out his arms upon the cross and offered himself in obedience to your will, a perfect sacrifice to the whole world. On the night he was handed over to suffering and death, our Lord Jesus Christ took bread. When he had given thanks to you, he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. After supper, he took a cup of wine. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink this all of This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many Whenever you drink, do this for the remembrance of me. <laughs> 